that's what happens in his presence. You see things. He reveals things to you. Yes. And what's come out of this is just something I've never had in my vision before, which is prophetic ministry. And it's flowed right out of this, right out of endless. You know what I, I thought about? You started with what happened to Shannon, and you were asking the Lord about it and wanted to see her healed. It didn't happen. And isn't it interesting how sometime when you ask the Lord about something and he doesn't give you an answer that you expect, he didn't really directly address the situation with Shannon or, right. or why no. healings weren't taking place, no. why miracles aren't happening, <laughs> right. why we right. don't see your power. It made me think about Gideon when he asked the Lord, if you're with us, then why has all this stuff happened to us? And the yeah. Lord didn't directly answer his question. He said, go in this might of yours. <laughs> and he took you right to intimacy. He took you to the source of life he, himself. Jesus is life. Welcome to the Living by Grace podcast with Al Jennings. When you receive the abundance of grace and the free gift of righteousness, you will reign in life. Listen in as we discuss the effortless life of God's grace. Welcome everybody to the Living by Grace podcast. I'm Al Jennings and I am excited today to have my good friend with me, pastor of the wonderful Healing Grace Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma, Greg Reether. Welcome, Greg. Yeah. Hey, Al. It's so good to be on your podcast. Thank you for inviting me. Oh, yes, sir. I'm excited about what you're going to share. We're going to dive right in. We're going to get into John chapter 15 today. So if you have your Bible, grab it and open it up to John 15. We will be in there today. And the topic is intimacy with the Lord. God has really given Greg revelation on this topic through an experience that, that he went through. So let's just dive right in. Greg, take it away, man. Well, okay. You know, what? we were at a conference together, you and I, Al, and just a, that was just a couple of months ago. And I shared a, an experience that I went through. It, you know, I've been a pastor. How long have you been a pastor, Al? Since 84. Okay. A couple of years. <laughs> a couple of years, yeah. <laughs> uh, like 38 years? 38. Something like and that. And I started, I started in 80, 19, 1988. That was my first year in the church. Okay. So we've been... We've been in it a long time. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah. you have certain revelations that come as, as that the Lord gives to you. They're just so important. Mm -hmm. I, I just came to a place where I, I had, I was freed up uh, in, in so many ways when I discovered my righteousness in Christ. But in my church, I wasn't seeing the kind of healings that that I was wanting to see. Mm -hmm. uh, we had. We had something happen a, a couple of years ago. In fact, it was just two years ago. Somebody's just so dear to us in the church. And so I believe somebody you knew too, Shannon Orr, yes. went to heaven. Shannon was just a beautiful uh, 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 soul in Christ and full of grace, full of love. And she had gotten cancer. And we prayed. We agreed. You know, I wanted to see this thing gone from her. I wanted the, the life of Jesus to manifest in her body. Yeah. And it didn't happen. She went to heaven and it, and it shook me. And I, I just realized the people that I had been burying, the people that I'd had memorial services for that, you know, with Shannon, it was perpetual. It was, it was so um, poignant because she was young and I thought, this isn't right. 
you know, if Jesus was here, she'd be living. I, I just believe that. Mm-hmm. What, what's going on? What's missing? And I, I went to the Lord and I just said, God, you know, if, if I am, you know, this needs to be happening. It's not happening in our church. If, if you need to find somebody else to lead this church into it, I'm, you know, do that. Take me out. But I don't want to do this anymore if I'm going to start seeing your power. Mm, that's real. It, it was uh, it it was a real moment. It really was. It's one of those moments where you're real with God, and uh, and I felt the Lord say to me, I felt the Lord say to me, Al, if you want my power, you need to seek my intimacy. Mm. And and I always thought I I'd, I'd had I I didn't know really even know what that meant, but I, but I said okay, well Holy Spirit, this is this is on you. You've got to show me because I don't know. I don't even know what this means. Seek my intimacy. You need to seek my love. But, but I, you know, as I was asking the Lord about it, I just, I felt, the, I felt God say, you know, it's, it's, it's funny. I'm a, you, 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 you want my power to pass on to other people. Why aren't you asking for my love to pass on to other people? Mm. And, um, because, you know, as it says in, in 1 Corinthians 13, if you, you could have you could have a power ministry, right? You can have the gift of prophecy. You can know all mysteries. It says you can have faith to move mountains. But if you don't have his love, mm, yes. it says you're nothing, which to me means you don't even know who you are yet. Wow. So and, and so I felt the Lord leading me into this and I. And I, uh, I went to John 15, and again, I really felt a strong inclination by the Spirit to, to get into John 15. I started reading John 15, and the, the very first words right out of the gate, Jesus is saying, I am the true vine. My Father is the vine dresser. I am the true vine. And then he says in this passage, he says three things. He says, abide in me. Abide in my word and abide in my love. And, uh, and, uh, and as I just, I set this passage to memory because this, this passage has become so important to me and I just say it to God and meditate on it before him. And, and I got to a place where I was like, okay, so you say that Jesus, that I can abide in you. And you say, I can abide in your love. So I'm just going to believe that you're in me as a branch is in a vine. I am in you and I can experience your love. And I just started meditating on his love. And I mean, you know, when you come into grace, you get a, uh, one of the things that happened right away for me is for the first time, I think, you know, outside of some, a, a few sparse moments, I really felt like God could love me. And, um, but, but I, I didn't, I didn't know how to abide in that. I never, never understood that. And this is the thing that got me out is, is I think for a lot of people, a lot of believers, what I'm going to say has just come natural to them. And, um, I was, I was, I, I tell people, I think my mama dropped me on my head when I was a baby because there's stuff that comes natural for some <laughs> people doesn't come natural for me. And, but the thing was, is nobody ever taught me how to abide with Jesus. And when I thought about it, they said, we just need to pray or something. 
prayer was always a burden for me. It was always work. It was, it was a lot of hard work. And I'd run out of things to say and say, say, pray in tongues. Okay. I'd do that some, but <laughs> it just seemed like it was, you know, it wasn't something that I enjoyed doing. Yeah. Laborous. It was labor. They will pray for an hour. It's like, Oh my gosh. Okay. All right. I can do this, you know, and we'll, and we'll get through it. <laughs> but <laughs> I know the feeling, I, man. I, I've been through that. You know that. Yes, sir. <laughs> it's a phase. It's like yeah. prayer was not meant to be that way. No, and this is what I've discovered. But then no, you know, people say, well, you need to pray, you know, pray, read your Bible. Those are the things, right? Well, praying was just a, it was just too much work. It was, it was something you did because you had to do. And then you think about Jesus praying all night. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, how did he do that? How did he do that? Yeah. It's like, wow, well, he's, he's God. He's the son of God. So he knew how to do that. You know, everybody else just looks on and on, you know, we don't know how to do that. <laughs> anyway, he, he showed me, he showed me what this means and how just it's my, my relationship with Jesus just come into the sweetest place. And as I've come into this, it's just, I've discovered that what I found of his love is, I mean, we just, I feel like I've just come into kindergarten again mm. and, and there's so much for us to partake of and experience and so much of his life that he wants us to be aware of that's yes. in us and grow in it. So I'm reading John 15 and I just go to him and I just, I was just determined. Like I just, I went into the room, you know, close the door, turn out the lights. And I just said, okay, Jesus, you said I could abide in you, so here I am. And I just, I just started lifting out the, the words in this passage, and you know it says, "As the Father's loved me, so have I loved you. Abide in my love." Yeah. And I, and and that hit me, and I was like, "Okay, Jesus, so you're in me. I'm in you." And I started looking at my hands. I was like, "You're in this body. Mm. You're in me." Thank you, Lord. And you love me yes like you love me and i just started saying that to him and and you said i could abide in your love so i'm not working to get your love no it's there over me praise god and i'm putting myself under it and uh, i feel that I man started do you do you, i know i feel I, it I right now too. man i do i started experiencing it's like Wow, Jesus, you love me. Yes, this is amazing, and I don't have to. I don't have to do anything. I'll, like you want me to just sit here and abide in that, and and I started doing that, and I started doing it more, and I start. And suddenly, I could be abiding in His love for a half hour or an hour or more. And there's times when I started craving that and 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 what came to life for me is that is that jesus really is my true vine yes like he is the source of my life my true life so all the other things that that uh that masquerade is the source or that i i believe somehow in in my heart, even though I wouldn't say it out loud, I'm trying to get my life from this or from that, you know, from the opinions of others or from 
you know, having, you know, ha, you know, getting buying this thing, this motorcycle or whatever it is, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to get life from there. It's like, I'm really going to feel alive when I get this, you know, <laughs> which, which works for about five minutes, you right. know, and now, and then you realize there's no life in any of that stuff, yeah. right? That's not and life. It's not. And he says, I am, he there's is. only one true vine. Yes. And it's Jesus. Yes. I mean, one. It's like, okay, Jesus, you are, I am determined, you are my true vine. And I felt in that place, how I can only describe it this way. I'm describing the obvious to some, but to others, this is gonna this is gonna be life changing. I felt in that place where I was just meditating on this simple passage, I felt I felt the very life of Jesus seep into me. I, like like sap going up to a branch, going into me. Wow. I felt I was drawn on life itself. You know the Bible says it that, that you know, he's mm. the word of God, of course, which is very cerebral you know it's a head thing yeah but then it says that in him was life in him in jesus we think we know what life is but it's only in jesus jesus is in him is the substance this substance called life that he desires to pass on to us life isn't isn't that our heart is beating and that bre- you know breath is going into our lungs? Mm-hmm. Life is what Jesus. Life is a spirit substance that he he puts into us, and we we draw on him, and we we I literally feel his life flowing into me, and I love that feeling. And I used to I used to aim when I was doing this as like in those times I just go be with him, I go be with him, and I. And I, I do the same thing over and over again. I just have John 15 and I set the whole thing to memory so I could just say it to him. Mm-hmm. And, and there's such a richness to it. And, and I would, I would literally, I would aim for his love. Like when I, like, like I knew I'd arrived when I started experiencing his love. And, um, and then I would just be there. Mm-hmm. in that love and i would sometimes i'd go through the past sometimes i just you know my wife it's she she asked me well, what do you think of when you're you're in that place i said sometimes not a darn thing <laughs> just in receiving yes life i love it i here's what here's what i know is that you can spend five minutes with jesus and in that place there is never an unfruitful moment that you are as you are receiving life, there is fruit being produced in you, and it, and fruit is just His life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're experiencing it as love, or you're experiencing really as I think all the manifestations of His love are embodied in the word shalom. Mm-hmm. So as you, uh, you know, I used to like I, I say I, I always aim for His love because love is something I could understand, and I would find His love and start experiencing His love. And I would just be so at peace, and I just thought, you know what this really is? This is, this is love in all its expressions. This is shalom. This is mm. his wisdom that's being poured in me. This is, this is his joy that's being poured in me. It's all the expressions of yeah, everything of shalom. Yeah, yeah, it's all there. <laughs> wow. And it was life changing. It's life changing to me. And then my wife, she'd say, it was so changing me, Al. 
It's like, I wasn't going to worry about power. Wasn't going to worry about healings. Mm-hmm. Wasn't going to worry about any of that, but it was so changing how I saw people and how I just the kind of joy I had as I moved through life. My wife saw this, this huge change in me. She said, I want what you have. You got to show me, what are you saying? What are you doing? And I said, well, I'm going to, you know, I, I told her some things and I said, but you know what, here's what I'll do is I'm, I'm going to put a little meditation together for you. And this will be my birthday present to you. And I, I put maybe a 20 minute meditation. It's kind of some of the things that I think about and that I, and then I, uh, and that I, and that, and that I'm aware of. And I put this 20 minute meditation together and I gave it to her as a birthday present. Mm-hmm. And, uh, she, she put it on in her car. She was driving home from work and when she walked in the house. She was just, she was just bawling. She was, I mean, the presence of the Lord was just all over her. And she said, Greg, this isn't just for me. You've got to give this to to the church and and uh so i i made it available to the church and and i had so many people say pastor greg i listen to this every night before i go to bed and it just fills me with a sense of his presence with me and and so i was i was so blessed by that i thought well i'm just gonna i'll make a few more of these and so i made six of them and i even made one for little kids we had wow. our, our children's church program. They all, you know, we're all about the experience of presence. And mm-hmm. uh, one one time, my my wife did the children's church. One, she was up for teaching, and when she said she had them all laid down, she turned the lights on. She put the she put this meditation on, and they all and they all were listening to this. Just not very long for the kids. She said, "Now you're going to listen, and you're going to see pictures and images come to you." She said, as soon as we're done, you're going to get up. And she had these posters on the wall. She says, now you're just going to draw what the Lord showed you. Mm. And so this kind of prophetic, really a uh, drawing that the kids did. And I mean, cause that's what happens in his presence. You see things, you, he reveals things to you. Yes. And, and what's come out of this is just something I've never had in my ministry before, which is prophetic ministry. Wow. And, uh, it's it's flowed right out of this, right out of intimacy, you know. Um, That's awesome. You know what I, I thought about? You started with what happened to Shannon, and you were asking the Lord about it, and you wanted to see her healed. It didn't happen. And isn't it interesting how sometimes when you ask the Lord about something and he doesn't give you an answer that you expect, it's like, now you you went totally off of I mean he didn't really directly address the situation with Shannon or right. or why no. healings weren't taking place no. why miracles aren't happening <laughs> right. why we right. don't see uh, your power it's like okay like like made me think about Gideon when the Lord said um, or or he asked the Lord like if if you're with us then why has all this stuff happened to us? Okay. <laughs> and and the yeah. Lord didn't directly answer his question. He said, go in this might of yours. <laughs> it's just, Isn't that something? Yeah. It was, a, you're exactly right. I never really thought of it that way. And he took you right to intimacy. Okay. Th- this is where it is because he took you to the source of life he, himself. He's like, Jesus is life. This is where you yes. draw life from. I love yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's exactly, that's just exactly it. Not, I've just, 
I'm growing in this. Oh, you know, we it, all are, man. How, yeah, that's it. It, it. We are. I, I don't. I don't really like the word journey because it's overused, but hmm. there is no better word. I don't think that describes the life of a son of God. That it's a journey, and you know, we go as far into that reality as we really want to. Mm-hmm. Um, as much as we want to allow the Father to uproot beliefs in our hearts that are lies, yeah, that's as far as we'll go. Mm-hmm. You know, some of our lives are the lies we believe are, are sacred lies, and we like them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, He wants to uproot those things, and it's really all about His life and drawing on His life. Wow. I just I just found so much goodness in that. And, you know, John 15, I just do want to read a couple of verses sure. here if we could. Absolutely. Um, so I am the true vine. You know, if you could meditate on those five words right there um, and agree with him, Jesus, you're my true vine. I am the true vine. That'll rock your world. Um my father's divine dress. It says every branch in me that does not bear fruit. Now I'm reading out a new King James version. Okay. Um, every, every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he takes away. And that word, and you, you probably know this Al. this is, that word is Iros. And there's a footnote on my Bible, which I, this is why I like new King James version. They'll put those footnotes in because really the oldest and best, actually that, that is the word iros, um, the Greek word iros behind that. And it, and it can simply mean to lift up. But yes. the translator is translated as take away. So I, I, was, I just translate as well. I think this is what he means because I, I think God, our, our wonderful father, did everything mm-hmm. to get us in Christ, right? So this is every branch in me, every branch that's in Christ. It does not bear fruit. What does he do? Well, he lifts it up. He, a branch. This is this is a this is a vineyard. Every branch that's in the muck, you know, what's he going to do? He's going to lift that thing up. He's going to tie it up. He's going to make sure it gets sun. It's going to it's going to get the it's going to get the rain. It's going to it's going to become stronger. Mm-hmm. Every branch that does not bear fruit, he lifts up, and that that is uh, that's how I translate that. Okay, and uh, that's that is. That, that that could very well have been the way the original um, translators into English uh, should have translated it, and they didn't because it's a viable option for that word iris. Mm-hmm. Every branch of me that does not bear fruit, he lifts up. So he's think about him lifting you up right now. He's lifting us up to a higher place. Thank you, Lord. It, what, you know, for those branches that are like, I wish I was more fruitful. I wish I was more. That's the spirit that put that desire in you. That's not the devil. No. Not, you, know, you want to be more fruitful. <laughs> Wish I was more fruitful. I'm not. Is he going to take me away? No. You, you, that desire to bear fruit, that's his desire. He's already put it in you. He's not taking you away. He's yes. lifting you up even right now. He's lifting you up to this high place. Uh, you know, we're connected to him. We're in Christ. He's not going to take you away. And then every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. And then it says, you are already, and mine says clean because of the word which I've spoken to you. But that word clean is is really the same root word as pruned. Mm. You are pruned already because of the word I've spoken to you. So how does God prune us? It's not through 
it's not through tragedies it's not through sufferings this is where you know a lot of people stumble they think well this this terrible thing that god's pruning me this terrible thing that's happened to me to my family you know I, Got this terrible accident that happened or my fa this family member got sick or I'm sick and this is God's way of pruning me. No, it isn't. Doesn't no. God doesn't prune by his hand. He prunes by his word. Yes. So it's his word that's been spoken to us that prunes us. And it's not that that can't be, uh, that that can't be a little painful it is that's the chastening of the lord i've had it many times <laughs> when when i came into grace i had to throw about a thousand messages away Ooh, because i thought yes. man i'm i gotta start over yes sir you know that was a little painful because i thought yep. that was my legacy <laughs> did you experience that? oh yes absolutely 100 percent. you get rid of it and that was painful so he prunes us by his word but when we're pruned it's like oh yeah, it's you wouldn't like, have it any other way. Yeah, would you? no, no, no. It says, you know, reminds me of Hebrews. No chastening for the present seems to be joyous, but afterwards. Oh yeah, right. It, oh, yeah. it, it, it bears <laughs> fruit, man. You know, praise God. It's on the other side of it, so much joy. Look at where we are now. Uh, no, we and, wouldn't have it any other way. No. Yeah. No. So then he said, and then verse four is here's where he goes. He goes, so abide in me and I in you as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself unless it abides in the vine. Neither can you unless you abide in me. And I think he's talking about this awareness, this drawing into yourself of his life. It's not that his life's not in you, but his life is in our spirits. Our spirits are fully alive. Yes. But it's about getting that into our minds, mm -hmm. into our hearts by our beliefs, right? Yeah. Um, into our, what we would call our soul, right? So that into our very personalities. So unless, unless a, a branch abides, it, it cannot bear fruit. Well, that just makes sense. And he says, neither can you, unless you abide, in me i'm the vine you are the branches he who abides in me and i think this is how this is a time allotment right um i'm going to spend time abiding in him unless unless you abide in he who abides in me and i in him bears much fruit without me you can do nothing if you abide in him you're just going to bear fruit in fact you don't even need to worry about fruit bearing. Anything. No, effortless. It's going to come out of you. Yeah. As you receive love, his love, well, you got love to give. As you receive his joy, what's going to come out of your joy? That's right. And I, and I think the very life of Jesus himself, which is resurrection <laughs> life, man, oh, you're man. going to lay hands on the sick and something's going to happen. Yes, something sir. Has to happen. Yes, sir. But then he says this, he says, without me, you can do nothing. And I, I think, um, I don't think we believe that. I, or at least I didn't. I, I wanted to. And I really, I don't think I even understood that. I think I'm coming into some understanding of that. Because if we're talking about, we mistake a lot of things for, for kingdom fruit. We mistake in the church. I know I, I, I did. I, I look at big churches or churches that had lots of 
programming stuff. They got lots of gears turning. We, we, we it's easy to mistake that for fruit. Mm-hmm. That's not kingdom fruit. Mm. Um, you can do, you can have all kinds of program. You can do all kinds of busy ministry things and bear no fruit. That's right. Uh, kingdom fruit is eternal. Mm. You can't do anything eternal without the life of Jesus. Yeah. So if you're not giving the life of Jesus, that eternal thing away, you're not, you're not bearing any, you're not bearing uh, fruit for the kingdom. That's good. Uh, Greg. You know, so without spending time with him, and I've, you've heard that. How many times that you say, you got to spend time with Jesus. You got to, but, but nobody told me how to do that. Yeah. I didn't know how to do that. Now it's my joy. So I want to say something practical. Al, okay. Um, just a minute. Is that this happened. This happens to me every time. I'll, if, if I have determined in my mind, I'm going to spend some time with the Lord um, this morning. Cause I know that's where my life comes from. I'm going to do that. Um, there will be a dozen things that will pop up right in front of me. Yep. Do this, do this, do this. Always do something this, to do. This. I'll see stuff. I will like, I, it's so funny. I don't know if it's the devil. I don't know if it's my mind. I don't know, but I, it's <laughs> like, well, suddenly the kitchen counter needs clean. Or suddenly, <laughs> you know, suddenly, I don't know. There's a thousand different things yeah. you see you need to do. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's like you've got to set all that aside. Yep. You've got to determine that no, Jesus is my true vine. And so what I do is I'll have an I'll I'll always I'll have a notebook beside me when I'm determined to go spend time with the Lord. And I will write down everything that any of those things that come to me, I'll just write it down. And then I'll know to just forget about it because it'll be there for me to remember. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe one of the maybe a few of those things are even the spirit bringing to mind things while I'm in the presence of Jesus of things that I need to do. Please don't forget this. So I'll just write that down and then it's off the table with me and Jesus. Cause I'll, I'll return to it as soon as, as soon as I'm done with my time with Jesus. Yeah. That's some good practical stuff, man. And the other thing I want to say that's very practical is I, I'm very aware now of things that I put in my eyes and in my ears that cause me to want not want to be with him because in my heart I like I walk through the day just knowing he's in me with me that's the most joyful thing and when I get to a place uh in my day uh or after I've watched maybe a program on on uh, Netflix or something like that if if I I can I can tell at the end of that I'll go I don't want to be with Jesus why don't I want to this thing made me not want to be with him mm. so there's something about it that is just the opposite of what I'm after in my life and um, when that happens it's like you know I'll, I'll feel it I'll I'll feel it right away when we're watching a program, and I'll just say, "Sure, this this is not good for me to watch. I'm not going to watch this." And she'll always agree with me on that. Turn it off and watch something else, or just do something else. Mm-hmm. But I just think um, so much of because now the thing I delight in is when I hear my uh, uh, when I hear the voice of Jesus calling me from over the mountain. And it's like, come be with me, Greg. And it's like, wow. You know, the Bible says, 
seek the Lord while he may be found. It's not like um, he, you're not able to find him. At, at, there, there's certain times when he, he's, he's coming or certain times he's not, but there's sometimes when our soul is so aligned that we just hear him, we just hear his heart beckoning us to come be with him, mm-hmm. come be with me, Greg. Mm-hmm. And it's like, wow, drop everything, man. Drop everything and go spend some time with him. Go just just be in his presence, just abide in him and abide in his love. And one time, this happened a couple times now, Al, is um, most poignant most recently, is I was, it was Saturday night. I don't know what your Saturday night. I'm in bed at 9 because I get up at 4 a.m. to be ready for church the next day. 4 a.m.? And it's, I, I do, only because <laughs> oh, wow. I spend, only because, you know, it sounds radical, but it's like being with Jesus, that's that's the best time for me, is I'm just going to, mm. before I do anything, man, I'm just going to hang out with Jesus. And then I've got other things that I, I can trample on through my message and all that stuff but i but I, i'll get up because i want to be with them so i have like saturday night i'm i'm a party pooper man i'm not up late i'm not man i'm, I'm usually I'm, I'm hardly ever in bed before midnight saturday night <laughs> well no you're exception. a night owl probably right i am you're a night owl you get see i'm not that way my best time's in the morning uh i get that <laughs> i get that but i but i'll go to bed early saturday and i went to bed and I, I woke up at, I don't know, I think it was about 11 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I felt the Lord say to me, come be with me. And I'm like, I'm there, Jim. I went downstairs and and just sat in a chair. It's a little quiet in the house. Just a lovely time. And, and I thought, okay. I'm, I, and I just felt the Lord say to me, we just spend an hour with you. I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to spend an hour with you. And an hour went by, and an hour and a half. And then two hours, and then two and a half hours, mm. and it's like it was like I was in, I was just with him in the sweetest way, and I, I suddenly realized what time it was. Like I'm looking around, look at the time, and I, cause I, and I wasn't tired. And I thought, Lord, I could do this all night. And then I thought, I said to Jesus, I said, Jesus. Is this what you experienced when you spent the night with the? And I think it is. I think it was that. I felt like I could just spend the whole rest of the night with him. And I said to Jesus, I said, you know, I think I need to go to sleep. <laughs> I think I need sleep for tomorrow. <laughs> and and I felt him say, okay, it's all right. You go. It's okay. And I, and I went to sleep. I got right to sleep. But I thought, I wonder what would have happened if I had just spent the rest of the night with him. I mean, I don't know, but that, those are the kind of things that are happening to me. No one's saying, spend more time with Jesus, spend more time with Jesus. No, right. he has my heart and I know my life comes from him and from nowhere else. He is my true life and everything gets in the way of that. I want to cut it off. Not because not because the Bible is saying you, you need to cut this out of your life. No, it's because I know where my life comes from. Thank you, Jesus. So that's what's in my heart, Al. That's where the Lord has me. So good, Greg. Mm, that's so good. I bet you were so refreshed when you got up to preach. Oh my gosh, I I can't tell you how exciting it is. Like and like you were like you were sleep all night. <laughs> you know it's true. 
it's true. He yeah. is our rest. Yeah. Right? He's our Sabbath rest. There's no rest like being with him. No. Oh, man, this yeah. is so good. Oh, I could talk about him all day. And you could, too. <laughs> you know, we all have stuff to share. In fact, I tell you, at that same conference, you you preached a message that just it was so empowering to me. And that's why I asked you to come preach. And this weekend, you're going to be at Healing Grace Church. And, you know, people will be listening to this months from now, too. And But I'll just say, I'm, I'm just so pleased that you're coming and you're going to share the message that you had. It's, it wow. really helped change my life. So thank so you. Grateful. And thanks for having me. I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be good. Yeah, praise God. Well, Greg, man, you really laid a lot of stuff on us, man, a lot of stuff to think about. Ooh, this was so good. So, so good. Makes me want to go spend time with him right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to do that. I'm going to shut this down and going to get into some intimacy, man, that you inspired me. This is not something just where we're putting out information in these podcasts. Ooh, I mean, this is stuff yeah. that we can take and use, apply directly to our life, and this will change our life. When you spend time with Jesus, intimate time with him, I tell you, there's nothing like it. Nothing can match it. Nothing in this earth can match it because he is our life, like Greg said, man. And bearing fruit is so effortless. It's like you made me think about something when uh, you, you were sharing. You made me think about an apple tree. It doesn't have to force the fruit out, right? <laughs> no. No, the, yeah. the branch doesn't say, let me, let me, let me force these apples out. No, <laughs> right. it just, it's, it's just effortless, right? It's yeah. Amazing. It doesn't, it's no struggle to it. It's an apple tree. An apple tree will bear apples. When we have the life of Jesus in us, we're going to bear fruit and it's yeah. fun. Yes. Yes. It's fun. It's joyful. And this is the other thing he says in that passage. He says, I'm telling you these things that my joy would be in you and that your joy would be full. It's like, do we believe that the fullness of our joy is really just found abiding in him? All the fruit that's going to be produced, it's going to bring the greatest joy that we could ever hope to have on the mm -hmm. earth is going to be from abiding in him and the fruit that is born from that. So good. Wow. It's everything. It's this, this is this is life, yeah. right? And out of this intimacy, I thought about too as you were sharing that. I mean, you get things that makes everything on your to do list, quote unquote, right? Makes yeah. it easier. And some things you'll find are already taken care of that you thought you had to do. <laughs> you oh ever have that God. happen? Al, that is. That is so good because that's the other thing I found too is, is that he does all the heavy lifting for us yeah. in, in advance. And, and th things have come together. Oh, I, I tell you, I just, <laughs> my ministry is so much more rewarding. Oh my goodness. And, it's, and I don't worry about, there's so many things I used to just be anxious for. And I mm -hmm. just don't anymore. I just don't. Cause he, he does all that for me. And, he does all that thinking for me and he arranges things and arranges even meeting of people and ideas. And you're right. Exactly. You hit the nail on the head Yeah, is that ministry isn't, isn't meant to be this huge burden anymore. It's, it's just meant to flow out of, of our union with him. 
Mm-hmm. Thank you for saying that. Praise God, man. Oh, Greg. Hey, everybody. If you're ever in Tulsa, Oklahoma, this is one of my favorite churches in the whole world, Healing Grace Church. You can connect with Greg and his ministry by going to healinggrace.church. That's the website. He's also on YouTube. Just search for Healing Grace Tulsa. All right. I love your church, brother. Can't wait to be with you, Carla and I. We love you and Sherry. Y'all are so precious to us, man. And this is. We feel the same. Hey, can I just say that those uh, meditations. Yeah. are on that website, healinggrace.church. Okay, great. Resources, so they could access those if they wanted to. Okay, right. Go to Healing Grace, again, healinggrace.church, and go to resources to access those meditations he was talking yeah. about. Thank you. Thanks yeah. for sharing that. All right. Great stuff, Greg. Thanks for being on the show, man. Such an honor. Thank you for having me out. Yes, God sir. bless you. Blessings, man. Thank you for joining us today for the Living by Grace podcast. You are greatly blessed, highly favored, deeply loved, totally righteous, and destined to win because of Jesus. Have an amazing day.